since I was a young boy, I played the silver ball. From Soho down to Brighton, I must have played them all. But I ain't seen nothing like him in any amusement hall. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean Gaze at thy stars, and ye shall gather riches. Thou art gazing at the brightest star of all. Stargazer. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. Hello, George. Today, we're going to explore another rare Stern game, Stargazer. Here we are again, Dave, with another rare Stern game, Stargazer. Where do you want to start this week? Let's start with the designer of the game, Brian Puklaki. He really hit out of the park with Stargazer, his first time at bat. Uh, he only did four games. They were all for, from Stern. Um, Stargazer was a really awesome game in design, how it plays, and the artwork part of it, too. He went on to an 82 a Stargazer was 1980 August. Then he went on to 82 in January of making Iron Maiden, a wide-body game for Stern. They only made a little under 1,200, but Stargazer was even rarer at 869 units produced. Uh, they went on to do uh, Hypnox, which really wasn't produced. There may be one out there. We're not really sure. And then he did Q, also in 82. They made six of those. Bizarre game. Don't really get that game at all. I had a chance to buy one once, and I passed didn't you own uh, an Iron Maiden as well at one point in time? Uh, are you saying a single Iron Maiden? No, I had two Iron Maidens. You had two of them? I had two because uh, I like to buy them in pairs. I'm, I'm trying to remember if I had the opportunity to play that here, and I think I did. But isn't the, uh, the back glass modeled after someone? It certainly is. That would be Pat Benatar. Yeah, okay, that's who it is. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, a a wild game. So with Stargazer, it looks like he had a pretty quick career at four games. Has anybody heard from this gentleman since? Uh, not that I know of. I'm not sure what happened to him. I I think he worked for Ad Poster like they all did, but I'm you know not quite sure in that what happened to him. But with uh with with Stargazer, he just did a wonderful game and Iron Maiden looked like a great layout. Uh, has upstairs and downstairs double layer, double uh, level game, and it has two back classes for it. You know, uh, front and rear, for a really nice effect. The glowing effect she kind of glows in the background in uh, Iron Maiden, and I really wanted to like Iron Maiden. Uh, I I got a I got kind of a middle of the road junker one way back when early two thousands, and then I found one the home use only one, so I bought that as well. And then I wound up playing it for a while, restoring it up nicely, and I wound up selling them both off because they really they look great, but they really they're really getting played much in my lineup. But Stargazer, that uh, that is bolted to the floor. That uh, he really did a nice job with Stargazer. Dave, why don't we talk uh, a little bit about the artwork of Stargazer? That would be Jerry Simkus. He started out at Stern back in again 1980. He did four games for Stern. 
And interesting, he started out uh, with his first game, Big Game, and then Flight 2000, then Stargazer, and then he did Split Second in 1981. Interesting thing is Stargazer was the only one he did by himself. The other three, he had Doug Watson help him with the art, and Doug Watson, of course, for fame of uh, Quicksilver fame. That he we talked about him last week. We certainly did. What about these other two games that appear on the list here? Pink Panther from Gottlieb, and then Split Second. That's Stern. Okay. Timeline and Pink Panther he did as well. Okay. But it looks like he jumped from one company. He must have been a gun for hire. Yeah, as they all were, pretty much. Ad poster, they kind of just grabbed him. So you own, you own a Flight 2000. Do you still own a big game? I do, yep. You don't own a split second, though. Never have. And, and I, uh, I got a chance. I was thinking about that game years ago. I got a chance to play one at Texas Pinball Festival, which is actually how I hooked up with uh, Bill Morrison years ago. I was talking to him online years ago and finally hooked up at, at Texas Pinball Festival, wondering if I was going to bump into the guy. And I saw a split second there and went over to it. Didn't know what Bill looked like. All of a sudden, I see this guy playing split second. And uh, I was playing it and talking to the guy about it. And I said, oh, wait a minute, you're Bill Morrison. It's like, oh, you're, you're Dave O'Neill. Cool. So we, we started talking over, you know, we met at uh, Split Second and talked about it. And uh, it's Split Second is um, not quite a finished game. It's kind of unfinished. Uh, it was supposed to be a talker. And they never got that going. So it's missing uh, voice calls and that kind of thing. It's, uh, it stops. There's like no sound at all for a while. And some sound call that should be there that they're not. So they just kind of, at that point with Stern, they were in a rush to get things to market because they were getting ready to, just stop production or close down, or they had some kind of uh, financial issues going forward. But ni- again, 1980, stellar year. That's when they hit it all in the park. After that, they were kind of, the wheels were falling off the bus a little bit. Split second isn't the game with like the clock arm. No. What am I, I'm thinking of what game? Uh, it's got that arm that kind of, you hit it and it rotates around at the top of the play field. Oh, that's hot hand. Oh, okay. Different game. Yeah, that's in the that's. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking clock. I'm thinking the thing is, you know, like a. Oh, you know what you're thinking. Uh, hands on a clock. You're you're thinking time. Split second. It's all about circus and about trapeze artists leaping from one thing to another uh-huh. and jumping around. It's a split second timing of grabbing on the other guy's hand and swinging down without falling off the. I'm not familiar with the game. I'm gonna have to go look and do my homework. Kind of a, cir- kind of a circus theme. Gotcha. Anything. Uh, uh, about the artwork uh, that you want to talk about with uh, with Stargazer, I mean, I have uh, I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah, with Stargazer, uh, there are constellations all in the playfield. The Western Zodiac, then they had some uh, sort of fictional figures there as well, uh, including a beaver, a swan, and a Pegasus. They had uh, you know big creepy crow on the, the playfield and the back glass. Uh, had a crystal ball. She was a hot gypsy woman, kind of scantily clad, um, and even the her uh, her bra she had on, or her top she had on, looked kind of um, flesh-colored. So at first glance, wow, maybe she doesn't have anything on on top. And on top of that, who knew that astrology required such scant clothing? The Zodiac, also in their advertising, there were like four different birds. And again, I'm not much for constellations or... Uh, or knowing anything about the zodiac or astrology, so I don't know where those all fit in. But her to be dressed like you know, 
I didn't understand the connection there. The tales of the Arabian Nights or, you know, something along those lines. Well, I think what they're trying to go for is a gypsy look. So she had that gypsy look, but she had a, a, a crystal ball she's gazing into. So sort of a gypsy astrologer. So, I, so I guess uh, Grandma in the box gypsy at all arcades doesn't sell as well as the gypsy looking huddy. woman. Yeah. This huddy on the back class. I, I'm guessing that's where... 14-year-old 14, boys want the huddy on the back class. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, now <laughs> I understand. What about the playfield art? Playfield art, uh, again, gorgeous blue color design, almost a, a, a sky color with uh, Starfield on there and, and Zodiac characters everywhere. A uh, little bonus letter on there as well as um, like almost like a clock feature. A little bit reminiscent of, of Quicksilver, the way they did it there. Oh, you mean down uh, just above the flippers where the bonus area is? Yes. They kind of put the astrology what would you, map, I guess. Is that what you would yeah, call astro- it? Yeah, astrology wheel. The, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to fault this game like I did in the last episode with the side art. At least in this game, it makes sense and the colors are, you know, it's got that nice rich blue in it. So I think, you know, period specific, it looked real good. It wasn't like, you know, slapping Stern on the side of the game or, uh, or you know, some of the other things that were done to, 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 you know, cheapen the game or, you know, to make it less costly. How's that? Yeah, again, it's 81 Sterns. They started doing all that, just running Stern on the side and calling it done. You know, they kind of didn't really care as much, it seems, as compared to the 1980s stuff they did and even the late 70s stuff they, they were doing. Well, here's a, a fun fact, too, and it kind of ties in with the new Stern Ghostbusters they put out. In, uh, in the original Ghostbusters movie, the boys' firehouse loft had a stargazer in it. I'm gonna to have to go back and watch that when it's on cable and uh, and and see where that is. I don't re- I don't remember that in the movie. I don't either. But that back then we weren't looking for that stuff. Nowadays, whenever I'm in a movie, you know, watching something even on TV, if I see just a glimpse of the corner of a pinball machine, it's it's kind of I don't know says where you are with all this stuff and the years of knowledge you've looked at these different games and artwork that all of a sudden I know exactly what that game is I know the manufacturer the year made even going by maybe I'm a designer you know right and you see you know you see a lot of it in pop culture today I mean we're starting to see it in in advertising so you know pinball is is coming back around into the social consciousness probably maybe not as big as it was but it's getting there one thing uh Dave, the one thing I did notice when I was looking at IPDB, you have an actual photograph. I do. I do. Early on, when that uh, website came out, he was uh, the, the person running it saying, hey, anybody have different pictures you, you can submit for stock photos for our, the site? I go, yeah, I got lots of that stuff. So I started just like taking pictures like crazy and sending them in and sending them in. So a lot of my stuff is on IPBD. Um, IPDB, that's the word. And uh, it, it's, it's great. It's there for, for all time. And I was trying it because what I was seeing, I was seeing different games represented that I had with some crappy photos that someone just like sat together. They didn't change the rubber out or anything. It's blowing up Playfield, and that was a representation of a certain title. I go, well, that's not good. So I would, you know, take a picture of one of my restored games and uh, 
or partially restored or whatever, but at least better than what was on there. As a good you, mean, you mean like last episode where they had the lawnmower? Yeah, stuff? the lawnmower. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I think I need. To, I probably should submit that one too. But you know, I, I kind of stopped. I was so busy with other things. I kind of stopped submitting at one point because I just could have kept going. But um, you know, I, the other guy who's really good with that too is uh, what's it called? Uh, Vic Camp. Did you ever see his stuff? No, I, Vic is. Uh lived nearby where I grew up and Vic and I have exchanged emails a lot when I first got into the hobby and I know he's a bingo guy but he also collects a lot of other other machines I think isn't he a wedgehead guy eh, maybe not he might collect everything but he's he's been in the hobby forever and a real nice guy to boot I've never met him personally but Seems like a really, really nice guy. Yeah, I think he's old school Gottlieb stuff. Uh, EM Gottlieb stuff, pretty much. I think that's where his strengths are, I think, with his collection, from what I've seen from the, the pictures of his place. Right. But he's also written some stories online talking about, I think he grew up uh, either in Belleville or Newark, and every corner store had a bingo game, and he mastered the bingo because there was money involved. So I always thought, you know, I grew up in New Jersey, but not that part. I don't ever remember seeing bingo games, but I think they were in more city bars, that type of thing. I don't think you saw them in your, you know, in your local arcade or your local 7-Eleven. No, they, they were a gambling device, really. So they're more of a, you know, like a slot machine, but more fun. Dave, are there any features or any other items that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, Stargazer in particular has some really neat features. The uh, the three sets of three bank drops it has, especially the one in the middle, middle top. There's a uh, there's a ladder there that goes up and down. There's about eight different stops on the ladder. The more you are towards the top, the more the spinner value is worth. When you hit one drop target down, it stops that little ladder from from cycling back and forth. So towards the top, the highest point at that point, the spinner's worth 4,000 a spin, but it makes the targets only worth 5,000 getting them all down. Towards the bottom, if you get the bottom one, it stops on the bottom, you're going to get 100,000 points for the drop targets down, but only 500 points a spin. So it's all in timing and accuracy on where that stops and what you want to do. Then, so what do you, so what do you, not to interrupt, what do you have to do does it reset once you go through the spinner, or does it reset when you hit all the drop targets down? When you get all the drop targets down, it resets. So the spinner stays fixed at that at that level until the third drop target goes down. So if you have a lucrative spinner, you might not want to knock that third drop target down? Not on purpose, you don't. If you have, have 4,000 points of spin, you just want to keep nailing that spinner and leave those drop targets alone, which is... Sort of difficult because the, a couple of pup pumpers right nearby that are probably going to get it down for you anyway. So take advantage of the 4,000 spinner while you have it, if you do have it. The uh, the other three banks on either side of that down below there, they're, they're, uh, they're an angled shot, or I should say straight up and down shot. You can sweep those uh, very nicely, and when you can do it, it's great. It's kind of hard to do. The left bank, that middle target lights up for an extra ball once you once you get the zodiac all lit up and i have it set up a mine hard so that it goes off and on every time you hit a, uh, a kicker so also on this game there are 
stand standalone drop targets, correct, for all the different zodiac signs? Yeah, those are all stand-ups. Those are stand-up drop targets for all the zodiac signs. In fact, you can get the zodiac signed by the stand-up, or you can also get it by getting the left or right drop targets down will give you a zodiac. It'll give you the next one in line or yes. one of them by random? Yes. I think next one in line it will give you. So there are 12 stand-ups on the game then? Yes. Wow. Plus all the drop targets. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Oh, so this is a real shooter's game. Oh, real shooter's game. It's a wide open play field, which I like these games. A lot of nice long shots. In fact, um, when this game was first reviewed, I think it was in Playmeter magazine way back when, uh, they loved it, except the one shot they didn't care for that was kind of a dead shot was going, you could shoot the ball straight up to the top middle, and then it would bounce off there and come straight back down without hitting anything. It was kind of a dead shot. Uh, but really, it doesn't really happen all that often, but that's just one little thing they dinged it on. But besides that, it's a, you know, it's a great game, minor point. The other interesting thing and very unique in this game is the what do you call this george the this is called the semicircle concave scoop which if you have not had the opportunity to play this game it is something i find difficult to get used to i i love it it's like you're you're juggling the ball around it kind of goes in the scoop and comes back around and you kind of just the way the ball behaves back and forth it's just very flowy it's a very flowy game. Well, let's talk about how it's designed because people might not really understand what the concave piece means. So there is no lane there. So if you were to, I don't even know if you can shots a shot, but if it if you did, it went up the flipper, it would basically go around and back up into the play field, but there is no lane. It's just inside the uh slingshot it's kind of a strange it's kind of a strange thing yeah on your, on your typical ga- games you'd have an out lane which goes out and then you have a flipper infeed lane that would feed your flipper instead of going out on this game you just have two out lanes no flipper feed lane instead of the flipper feed you have those concave scoops next to your flipper and the only way to really you got to really master on these this particular title and other ones like this is the drop catch and that kind of bounce pass back and forth, and then just using those scoops because those scoops are very. There's a, uh, a star rollover on each scoop next to each, each flipper that'll score certain things. They'll score you a zodiac. They'll score you points. They'll uh, they will light a spinner for you for uh, two thousand points to spin instead of two hundred to spin. And this game is so glorious when you can get all three spinners all spinning at the same time, and you really get a. I juice mine up so they spin. You know, I don't know. 20 or 30 spins, whatever. We know whatever you're goes. the spinner king. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just in case you didn't realize that. Yeah, yet, we, but... <laughs> yeah your, your sign-off kind of says it all. <laughs> so on this game, it's great because you get them all going and those points are racking up. You know, tons of points racking up. The only game that, that did the scoop thing like this, it's comparable at all, I would say would be um, Space the space Mission or Space Shuttle. Somebody else did that? Yeah, I think it's called Space, space not a, Mission. Not a Stern. No, it's a Williams. The Williams game. It's, uh, I think it's a late '80s Williams space mission. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to put that in the homework book. Yeah, not space mission. No, it's a different. That's a different Williams game. This is Space Station. Space Station is from '87, and they're the ones that use that um, that same idea. 
the concave thing. Right. I mean, it's an honest mistake. There's only like what nine million games with the word space in it. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, an honest mistake. Here okay. we go. Yeah. That sound means you're about to play Stargazer. I got an idea. Okay, what? Play. Play. Okay, Dave's going to plunge the ball, hits the upper bumpers, he just knocked down the top target bank. So Dave knocked the top target bank down. Oh, now it goes back. Oh, I, oh, I see what happens. Okay, so he's going to... He's trying for the side target bank at nine o'clock. So if you hit that, what happens? I'll get a zodiac, I'll get a zodiac and I'll get a multiplier. Oh, that's so the so the left hand target bank is for multiplier. Yes, multiplier. Okay. So up top again. Now he's got a cradled on the right flipper, and he's attempting to hit the multiplier target, and he just did. So you're up to three times. Now he's also got one target left up top. That doesn't matter because he just traded. <laughs> That's when you press another credit out. <laughs> so up on the bumpers again. He's cradling on the left flipper. He's attempting to do. See, there's. I want to hit that right spinner. So you want to hit the right spinner because it's lit. So how much is that worth? It's 2,000 points a spin right now. Oh, that spinner's worth 2,000 points. Yeah. Okay, so you got to cradle it on the right. So you're going for the multiplier again. Okay. Both spinners so, this, so this isn't that difficult to cradle. There's a spinner. There that's, you go. That's 2,000 a spin right there. If I get the other one going. Oh, okay. Okay. It stays lit, which is nice. What stayed lit? That spinner. On the left side, it stayed lit because I didn't hit it. So it's from last time I... So how much is that worth? That's 2000 a spin. But you said you could get up to 4000 no, on it? The top one. That uh, one there is 4000 Right now, that one's worth... Well, there's 2000 a spin there. And that's 1000 a spin because it's on the ladder, the middle target. The middle, uh, the middle spinner. You know, the one thing... The one thing I've just realized is that this game's got three spinners. It does. And we kind of, we overlooked that a little bit. I did mention it, but right. but if I can get them all spinning at once, it sounds really nice. Once I get all the Zodiacs down, it sounds really fantastic as well. And I'm almost there. Okay, so, 
Let's. Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, you piece of <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be fancy. Okay. My turn. You call Forgive me, people. I don't have a lot of time on this game. But. Dave is going to do commentary while I play. How's that? George punches the ball. Top pump, pump, pump. Down by the scoops. Goal from drop targets. Has a lit right spinner. More Zodiacs down. Very good. More Zodiacs. Both spinners are lit. George is trying to trying to cradle the ball so he hit one of those spinners. Here he goes, maybe you get it. Oh well. Uh, got a piece of it. Oh no! Oh, I feel your pain. All but that for just that? That's all. But that left spinner, if you can nail the left spinner, it's lit for 2,000, that yeah, thing well. will rip beautifully. Okay. Let's try that again. I did try to hit it about five times. Oh, that's, that's a weak spin, and that goes away. Once you oh, so, oh, that... And you're going to requalify oh, again. Oh, man. <laughs> there man. we go. Nice flipper work there. Yeah, now I hit it. Stupid machine. Now he's hitting a 200, 200 points of spin on that one there. Is that the dead shot we're talking about? Yeah, the top. Yep, he just did the top dead shot. He just hit that. Yep. About half the zodiac wheel done. Oh, nice oh, spin! That's the rip of 200 points of rip. If that was 2,000, George. You'd be happening. Yeah, <laughs> You'll get there. There it is. Now it's going out top again. Okay. Nice. No, 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 no! Ooh, Stargazer's liking you. The left spinner is lit again. You can get a piece of that. Flipper work. No, don't go in there. He's got the... God, I can't hit that shot for my life. The drop target ladder is moving back and forth now. No drop targets been hit in the top middle. Oh, there's the 2,000 point spin on the right spinner. There it goes. Very oh, satisfying. Oh, look at that thing. Very satisfying. No, no, no. Nice. Oh, oh, oh we, we, got go. the, we got the left spinner going nicely. Almost got the Zodiac wheel done. He has one more ball. He, he might get the Zodiac wheel done. How am I doing? You're doing pretty darn good. You're better than me. You got half a million on here. Not bad. All right. Not bad for your first time out. No, I've played this game before. Are oh, your first time out today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've played this game before. Not this well, either. Boy, it plays, plays nice, though. Yeah, that dead shot's kind of weird. It is. You gotta get the scoop there. Oh, nice spinner shot. That's worth 4,000 to spin right there, George. Oh, oh and the drop oh, target went away. Oh, he's got 700,000. Free game. Nice. 
Oh, now he has. He got. Oh, what's that? He got the zodiac down, and now the extra ball is lit, but his, oh. but his target's down. He needs to get the target I want down. That spinner, you need the middle target up, or the spinner. Either spinner. I want that spinner. The stargazer future so bright, you gotta wear shades right now. Oh, see the, the zodiac makes a different sound now when you hit him, because you're on level two. Oh. Which now you're on code two rules. Oh, come on. Oh, there we go. Oh, come on. Nope, 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 you didn't get it yet. You gotta get the middle target. Oh, come on. The middle target went lit. Sorry. There ain't no gimme extra balls in this game. And there's no balls saved, George. I'm sorry. No. I don't... I, it's not in my vocabulary. Ooh, okay. Still... The middle target's still available, and oh, it's this lit. This game's being nice to me. What's the deal, dude? Likes you. Likes when you're talking about her. Nice save, George. George, you've been practicing a little bit. Not bad. You might pull a million points out of this. Just shy. 969. Will he match? No match. That was pretty cool. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Get your adrenaline pumping, certainly. That's a great game. I'm going to play some... Some sounds in this okay so what I'm gonna do now I'm gonna demonstrate the sound package of this game of Stargazer very unique just unique like Quicksilver as well and you'll see what it does when I get down each time I get all the Zodiacs targets down how it increases the pitch and how it really gets you your adrenaline going to you know do more and you'll see what I mean so I'm gonna get all the Zodiac targets down last one and as you go to the next round of zodiac targets pitch is going to change and now we're going to go again different again more now it's more insistent now Tension's building. Now this is going to change again. Going to the next round. Now we're maxed out. Now it's the bonus wheel is totally maxed out. Now we're going to go for multipliers and max out the bonus on the game. And here's a, uh, what a special sounds like when you get that on the drop target. As compared with the extra ball target on the left. I'm going to build up the bonus multiplier now. So now they have it maxed out. Here's when I get the spinner. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all the spinners going here. So that was all three at once. And now we're gonna lose the ball.
a special software in this game that this game and Quicksilver and a few others, the bonus multiplier holds over from ball to ball. And I found it too easy on Stargate especially because you the additive bonus multiplier of 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4, uh, I believe that, what does that equal? I don't know, 10 times I think? Something like that. Um, I, it's too easy if you get it all in ball one you're gonna always have that maximum bonus at all balls and it's it's too laggy for me so I have it so that if you get anything over three times bonus the next ball will bring it back down to three times so you gotta start over again it makes the game a lot more challenging and more fun to play more of that return to the game factor Dave that's an excellent sound package now I understand why you wanted to do the recording live rather than via telephone so, reporting from Dave's Basement Arcade, I'm George. Be good and be well. Dave. And I'm Dave, keeping those spinners spinning. Wishing everybody have a blessed day and be grateful. say when I got the game. No. Tell the Bill Morrison story. Alright, so I was looking through my email and uh, I don't know, it looks like uh, Bill just picked up Bill just Morrison, my buddy in Texas just went to his buddy's house and in his garage and his buddy said, hey get rid of all this stern junk and uh, I don't know, I, I kind of took that to heart so so I'm thinking, well, I got a lot of classic sterns and I, I guess they're considered a stern junk at least by this thing here so let's, uh, George can you help me get rid of the stern junk? I think I might be able to help you. No, George. No, wait, wait. Hold on. Turn that off. Turn, turn off the freaking saws and stuff. No, no. I, I, I was wrong. It's, it was actually from a, it's an old email. It's from 15, 20 years ago. Oh, oh well. How far do we get? Firewood. Oh. Mm -hmm.